and I really am grateful for yeah. what's happening with the podcast. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> now it's my daughter. <laughs> I made sure my wife wasn't going to call me because she calls me like, it's like clockwork. If you guys have been listening, you know. Because I, I went off and went ape shit and went all squirrel monkey on your ass when you had a couple of phone calls. <laughs> I know, I two or something. And now it's like every time it's me. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm Mark Holloway. This is Ann Hubert. You hate you're rolling your eyes already. I just I'll let you know. Do you want to change it up? Like, hey everybody, it's Bill Ludke. I mean, I'm gonna just change my name or something. No, it's, it's the addition of our last names. I just think okay. it's funny by now. Let me start again. Let's pretend like this didn't happen. I'll edit this out. Wink wink. Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. It's Mark and Ann. And Hi, it's, everybody. Is that better? Yeah. All right, cool. I like that better. There, got a good intro in. Mm-hmm. And as like I always say, we've lost half our audience already because now they're already bored with the... No, clearly we haven't. Well, it's funny you should mention that <laughs> because I, I do want to thank... Every, I know I've done this before, but it's been a while, and I really am grateful for yeah. what's happening with the podcast. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> now it's my daughter. <laughs> I made sure my wife wasn't going to call me because she calls me like, it's like clockwork. If you guys have been listening, you know. Because I, I went off and lo- went ape shit and went all squirrel monkey on your ass when you had a couple of phone calls. I know, I two or something. And now it's like every time it's me. It's, almost my, it's always my lovely wife. And I even warned him before we started this one. And now it's my daughter. Well, they're both, you know, yeah, anyway, I'm, they're, 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 out of, they're, they're not here. So let me get back to what I want to say. The, the podcast. We recorded these relatively in advance because I'm doing some traveling and we knew that and we liked the, the sound of the studio as opposed to trying to do it remotely it just sounds better so we've done a couple of these and I want to catch up because my time this podcast is, is launched it could be a, a couple of weeks uh, maybe even longer till it's out there but the podcast is gone bananas mm-hmm. I mean we don't look at it that often because we just do it and we've learned don't look at it because you know you, you can you can read a lot of good Wouldn't and bad into it. Judge your relevance based on the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you don't live and die in it, if, no. you know. But um, so we don't look at it purposefully. Yeah, we looked at it yesterday together, and we we're like, whoa, we got a whole ton of people listening to this. Holy and we, cow. Yeah, we started looking at the episodes yeah. and what were popular and what were not, trying to do some good research so we can kind of figure out what you guys are wanting out there. Now we've already we've already got 120 episodes planned, and this is like. I don't know what episode this is, but it's still in the 30s, I think. <laughs> so it's kind of wild. Um, we got a lot of work to do. And by the way, guys, every one of these episodes is a completely different topic. Yeah. The whole point is that this is like a course in travel nursing. And it's supposed to be all-inclusive, all-encumbersome of everything about travel nursing. Yeah. But what I want to get to is that we looked at it like, wow, that's a, that's a big number, right, of people that have listened to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Went home, was jumping around in my basement doing some silly shit, and I, I looked at it again because I just, I don't know why I did. Oh, I had to go and I, I wanted to see what, what our, how our latest episode, because it was one of those different topics, was doing. Mm-hmm. And it jumped up by like 50 listeners in an afternoon. Yeah. And I said, wow, that's the kind of, I guess, volume or cadence that we're on right now. And yeah. it's, it's I, was, I was surprised, and then I had to say, okay, this doesn't mean anything. It just means that what we're doing here we've gained some audience. Yeah. 
<coughs> Uh-oh. Bless you. That's also a big no-no on radio. You don't, you don't try to sneeze. You have to, I'll edit that out, but I, I won't. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. We did an episode on gratitude, and I am grateful that, um, that what I was hoping would be, I, I don't know if it's valuable or just people listen to it because we give each other shit on here or something that's funny. I don't know. But I, am, I think it's a little of both. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you give me crap, and probably you know, everybody that's ever worked for me is like, ah, finally someone's giving, giving it to that, that, that bastard. So I don't know. But um, it, is, it is cool. And yep. I guess what I'm saying is it, it, was, it was motivating to keep us going to make sure, but not that we were going to stop, because I, no. you know, learning from Gary Vee, yeah. you do this until, even when it's not working, because eventually it will. Yeah. And then the last kind of point I want to make about this podcast series, Travel Nurse Insiders. Yeah, I spilled some protein shake on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I drip, you're looking at me like a head. I drip, like I dripped a protein drink on my, uh, my shirt here on the way in. I think it's not blue. Yeah, I know it. Um, <laughs> is that you, you keep going. And I mean the shirt. Right, right. Yeah. So the, you, jeez. <laughs> Oh Some my people God. may not be old enough to get what I just did there, but <sighs> <laughs> if you are a product of the 90s. Uh, don't overexplain it. It's funnier if you just don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the podcast, the series, the course, as we call it, Travelers yeah. Insiders, uh-huh. it's supposed to hold value over a long period of time. And that's the whole point of this thing. The stuff we're talking about now should still resonate and have importance and value five years from now, maybe even longer. You know, we think we're going to change the travel nursing industry at some point, but, you know, and it, it does change. But these fundamental things that travelers should be aware of, how they run their life, you know, how they, how they save money, everything is all part of, that shouldn't change. And I love the fact that for years, you know, if we don't pay attention to the podcast, we'll go back and go, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> wait a few, like six months at some point and do it. All right, so I want to talk about today's episode, which I've already forgot the title. But, saving money or something. It is. Saving money on the road. And I know that sounds like a silly topic. Like, well, of course you're going to save money. But you know what? That's not necessarily the case. We don't really mean saving money. We mean, Well, we mean saving money, but we also mean how to s- s- keep more money that you earn and what to do with it. Set aside yes. the money, I think, is really kind the of the point. savings part. So let's talk about this. And this podcast should apply to everybody. But there are some that I'm really talking to you people. And I'm not pointing out names, but for almost 21 years now, mm-hmm. I've talked to a ton of travelers who have not planned for retirement. And I'm talking about, I don't care if you're in your 20s or in your 60s. And it is time, right? And it's amazing to me that some of these, you know, the idea is that you should be making more money than the average traveler, whether you're a nurse or an allied professional. You, the idea is, it, I know people travel because... Some, we've already had covered this in one of the first episodes because they want to see the country or because they don't like the politics of a hospital, which is the number one choice, or they're running away from something or they just want to be a nomad. All that's fine. But at the end of the day, you still should be making more money for your sacrifices of not having a permanent job. That's, that's part of the gig. And so this episode is about how to fo- almost force yourself to set that extra money aside in some way, shape, or form. Yep. And not just spend it. And the people I'm talking to that, that know me personally, and I know you, and I'm not, and by the way, it's not just one of you. It's a ton of you that, that I know some, of these, some folks still spend every penny of their paycheck. And it's time to pause and start to say, I have got to do better. I've got to start to set this stuff aside. So the first point I want to make, and we've, we've, we've talked about this on numerous episodes, 
is that you need to take an assignment where you actually have extra money. Now, we had a guest on previously, Sarah, who's a great example of a traveler. What I love that Sarah does, and I'll have to tell her I'm kind of saying, you know, using her as an example again, is, is that she looks at cost of living as opposed to just going, oh, this, this position pays crazy amounts of money. I'm going to run over there because it might be in the Bay Area of California, right? And it doesn't necessarily make that much sense. So what's so smart about that is that she, she will take a assignment that maybe doesn't look like it's paying that much, but that doesn't cost diddly squat to work in that county. So, you know, the housing's cheaper. Going out to, to you know, lunch and dinner, and we talked about not doing that very often, but buying groceries, all that's lower. So no matter, so it's a sliding scale for her. And I think a lot of people make that mistake. Oh, this, 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 you know, they look at recruiters on, online. This, this position is paying, you know, I won't use an example, but, you know, phenomenal amount of money. And they don't realize that you're going to spend a phenomenal amount of money to actually be at that assignment. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, you know, I still believe in my principal philosophy that you should be chasing money as a traveler. I just believe that I don't care what other reasons you have for doing it. This day and age and all the stuff you see in social media, you still should have that in, as a higher priority of the things that you reason why you're traveling. Yeah, fine. If it's not number one priority, it should be number two. <laughs> Right? Don't just take an assignment, you know, only because you want to go there. There's yeah. got to be one close by that pays more. I mean, who knows what? Right. Maybe it's more inland, so it's not as attractive as, you know, the coast of Florida, the coast of California, the right. coast of Maine. So take an assignment that gives you this opportunity to set aside some money. It's important. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So point number one. Right. I just, I just, poof. See ya. There we go. Thanks for that lecture, Mark. <laughs> I kind of have a lecturing mood, aren't I? I haven't even been drinking my green tea. I'm not even that amped up yet today. So, yeah, watch out later on this afternoon. It's an important aspect of it, right? If you're taking assignments because you, you want to, you know, I always use the example of the beach. You want to live on the beach and be there. You know, you're not going to have this. And you can turn this podcast off because you won't have the extra money. Yeah. Don't take all your assignments in Hawaii. If you're gonna, you know, because you'll you'll spend more than you. You yeah. actually have no money <laughs> left yeah, over. Yeah, you'll have none. All right. So my point is that we, believe it or not, we still have travelers that live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, we do. So the next thing is you really, you know, once you take an assignment, you have to start to use that sliding scale and start to calculate what it is on that assignment that you can afford to put away and not spend. And I urge everybody to do this and it will be bigger in some assignments and less in others but you know go to the you know do the things we talked about in previous episodes go to the grocery store get yourself stocked up get yourself ready for the assignment and do an analysis wow because I, mean, I know being in like going to California it's ridiculous mm -hmm. the, even going to the grocery store yep so some places you might go oh this is a little bit more expensive than I thought maybe I need to adjust this but you have to calculate what it is that you can afford as a disposable income. I think after about two paychecks <clears throat> in to an assignment, mm -hmm. if you're paying attention, you should have a good idea of what you can do on your third and going forth. Well, for and, here's, and here's the discipline, you know, and that, mm -hmm. and that is force yourself to put as much as you possibly can away. So I look at this in two different ways. Um, I look at... I guess from my my perspective is 
You want to save as much money as possible, but you also want to buy down debt. And a lot of people do chase money to buy down debt. Okay. And I think fair, that's, really fair and great point. Yeah, and I think that's a significant part of... It's a step one, step two, do. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that when you're thinking about what you're going to set aside, it should be set aside to save and set aside to buy down debt. Well, okay. Really good qualification. I think it doesn't make any sense to put money into a savings account if no. you've got credit card debt that's been right. paying you know, 12% or, or 15%. Yeah. Agreed. Right. That's a really good point to bring out. The first step or should be... Now, why didn't you say this when I was writing down my outline? Because that's a really great point. Because I, you know, you, yeah. I, I'm just me. So it's great that... You have to look at your most expensive cost of money first. Yep. Yep. So I think before you even begin to set money aside, you have to pay down any debt that you have. Regardless, if you're paying interest, I don't care if it's a tiny amount of percent. You're not going to make that on most investment type things unless you're going to take some risk. Right. So I agree with you. And again, this is not financial advice by Mark and Ann. This is just no. our opinion. No. You absolutely have to look at what's my most expensive money Student loan definitely could be. Credit cards for sure can yeah. be. Car payment, you name it. Yeah. It makes more sense to pay off a, a purchase of a vehicle at a high percentage than it does to set money aside. Also, mortgage. another thing that's really helpful. <clears throat> Mortgages right now are really great. Right. Well, and another thing that's really helpful to do that um, I have known about most of my life, I'm bad at doing it, but... If you, I've got better at it because in the nature of this industry, we're all paid weekly. Right. So what I had to learn to do when I first came into this phenomenon was make a payment towards all of my bills every week. <clears throat> oh, cool. Rather than waiting for that, you know, the monthly once statement. month yep. check, you know, right? So what I reminded myself and remembered was... Here I am sending a little bit of my car payment every week as opposed to once a Look month. Look at you. And you buy it down I so am much so happy faster. for you. This is, I mean, <laughs> you, you, know? you say you don't, you don't like financial stuff, whatever, <laughs> no, but, but bam, that's, savvy. of course, I'm just blown away. That's two for two. Why are you so blown away? I don't, because you don't talk, we don't have these kinds of discussions, right? We typically, really. I mean, maybe we have we and have stuff, but. much more juvenile conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately we do that. We have either really high level Travel, travel stuff or really juvenile stuff. <laughs> and occasionally <clears throat> but the, the philosophical stuff. The juvenile stuff kind of just fills the day to keep our heads, our heads from blowing up. It's because I find eight-year-old grown men. <clears throat> and unfortunately, I'm yeah. a good audience for that. So, yeah. all right, anyway, awesome, so, really good call. And I think that that's a great thing to do. You know, especially as I mean, as a traveler, you. you even if you're not a traveler, I mean, I'm trying to teach my 19-year-old daughter yeah. that right now. Make a weekly payment to everything. Well, and I'll take it a step further. On those weeks where you happen to get overtime or some good holiday yeah. pay, make an adjustment. And yep. again, you're, you're, you're helping yourself. I get it. You want the money. I worked my hand, my fanny yeah. off, and now I, I got to go give that to a credit card? Yes. You got to <laughs> yeah. give that to your credit card because yeah. you're, you're paying you're, you're double paying yourself for that right. hard work you did. Exactly. Really great point. I love that, that you can automatically make some payments because you're making three additional payments previous to the payment being due, which is going to reduce the total amount of interest that you're paying. Yep. And it's significant. It goes if you saw, Yeah, if you saw this like chart, you'd be blown away. Same thing happens with mortgage and car payments too, by the that's, way. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If you get it, I mean, that's how I pay my car payment and my mortgage is automatically, but I changed it real quick. Every awesome. every week, my bank sends my Such mortgage a, payment and my car payment a payment. Such a great idea. Love it. I love it. All right, so now we've, we've established that you've calculated your, your, your increase, and we're saying basically, 
let's go back to let's say you don't have any debt, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think you're. I think we can almost do another podcast where we just did mm-hmm. about get rid of your debt. Yeah. Now you're on phase two, and you have to figure out a place to put this extra money. And of course, the, the you know the, the basic one, and the one that I would say is just flat out easiest, is just a savings account. Mm-hmm. Most companies, and don't work for one that doesn't, <laughs> allow you to yeah. carve out and say, here's what I need to live on and put on, you know, uh, into my primary checking or savings account that I have a debit card for that right. I actually can live on, on the road, or however you access your funds through your app on your phone or anything yep. like that. I need this to live on the rest of it. I'm gonna, I mean, I don't care if it's a hundred bucks. Right. Hopefully it's something, put it into a different account to begin with, mm-hmm. and, and that's important. Um, we talked about 401ks, and um, I think that's a judgment call. You know, again, I, I had, a, and we'll talk about this later, but I had a great conversation with, with a, a guy that we're actually going to have on a podcast mm-hmm. um, that listened to our, our 401k, and he actually, I, had an, I made an error, I think I've said this before, mm-hmm. and he was so great about how he said, hey, Love your podcast, but there's something, you know, I'm not a financial guy. And he said, he made an error. And I even qualified that. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with, um, I made the assumption that when you pull money out of a 401k, after you're a certain age, I think it said 65, I, I didn't think you would get taxed on it as heavily. And the fact is, you do. Yeah. So his thing to me, and he's such a, he's such an, he's like us in the financial world. He's a, he's a little bit of a, yeah. of a disruptor because he thinks differently. Really, really brilliant guy. He said, it almost sometimes doesn't make sense to a 401k when you're in midlife because you have expenses like a mortgage, kids, you know, sometimes college payments that you you get tax breaks for when you when you don't have those and you pull money out of a 401k and you do get taxed on it just the same when you're 70 years old or 65, it actually costs you more because you need the money now, and you don't have the other tax breaks at that age yeah. so it's income and it actually can hurt and it, it, it's it's an opinion on his point but it makes sense but it was like wow so what i'm getting at is yep 401ks are good ways to force yourself to save and i don't think kelly would would disagree with me on that no. it also forces you to stay with the company well yes it's that's a retention tool and so you have to but i i said this on the 401k episode i do like the fact that it is a forced you don't see it, and that's the whole yeah. point of what I'm trying to kind of get. I haven't really said it out loud, but the right. idea is if you don't see the money, you don't miss it, and it's amazing how you end up adjusting, right? If you yeah. if you pretend and you put it into a savings account or it goes into a 401k, you just don't seem to see it at all. <laughs> so so it's like gone, right? Yeah. And yeah. and if you if you just honestly fool yourself and trick yourself, which is kind of my point of this episode, sure. you won't miss it, and your your lifestyle is kind of adjust naturally. And also, meanwhile, you kind of know the back of your right. so that's what if, that's what the four hundred one k kind of stuff is. But there are other things that you can find out about well, that aren't that won't tie you to an agency that you can do. That are no, similar, so. well, let's be honest. You can you can you know you can do you can get involved in the market. And well, stuff like that. absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all those things. I mean, if you if you if you want to get invested in, in in the, in the market, mm-hmm. you know, I, it'd probably it, be really fun. Well, it's if I mean, first of all, you'd be able. To, it gives you something to do on the road, right? You can yeah. be working on stuff, but you could you could do some small investing. Right. My advice, and again, I'm not a financial guy, would be no. to diversify, do a yeah. little here, do a little there. I mean, there's other there's other investments you can you could you could do private equity investment, right? Yeah. You could you yeah. could save some money into a savings account and look for investment groups and say, hey, I want to put a couple grand in. I mean, maybe I have $10,000. Right. And eventually say, I want to put that into an, with an investment group. Yep. Yeah, and also yep. they're investing and you're part of that group. There's just so many ways for you to begin to increase and improve your retirement. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't want to go too far on that because we're actually going to have Kelly on in a while. I don't have to figure out when that's going to be. But he's going to talk about something totally kind of along those lines because I've asked him to, and I really want to get him on as a guest. So, But the bottom line is you've got to put your money somewhere. And there, the other last thing I really want to mention on this, on this episode, and we're kind of going to end it relatively quickly because it's, it's pretty straightforward. Save your freaking money. <laughs> is there are also apps, and I've used these before, and I'm, I'm going to plug one, but I, cause only it's, it's called Cabbage. Um, there's apps that basically will, you can set up that when you make a purchase through your bank account, yeah. it like rounds up the change. Most bank accounts do that now. Mine well, does and puts the rest in your savings. Well, this puts it into an investment portfolio. Oh, that's cool. It actually is. Yeah. So, I mean, you might say, well, it's going to be 35 cents here, 38 yeah. cents there. But I'm telling you from experience, it really does add sure, up. And sure. if the market's doing well, it's almost like it puts it into a mutual fund for you. And, you know, it's perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. And it's really itty bitty, teeny tiny investment. But there are things like that. In other words, yeah. I also know that there's applications. Yeah that you can use that help you to calculate how much money you can set aside and even give you advice on where to put that and how to diversify. So there, I mean, nowadays with apps, there's so many wonderful things that are happening with them that you can use them to actually build a little bit of wealth. And the whole point I've said to many of my, my friends that have asked me, well, what do you do again? And I, and I explained to them, and I, why do they do that? And I said, all the multiple reasons we talked about, but I said, when it comes to money, most of them want to either retire at a better level. I mean, that's what we all kind of want to do, right? You want to have a better retirement, which means you got to you want to have more money in the bank when it's time to call it quits. Or you want to be able to do that quicker, right? So whether you want to get out of out of traveling, as or out of nursing, or out of being an alley professional and go into something totally different, become a real estate person or something, you can make more money and have more money in the bank, and that's the whole point. And some of these applications and apps and platforms actually help you plan and do that. I mean, it's, it's, we're in a day and age where you've got big brains out there through apps and internet and everything else that can actually help you to yeah. be smarter. But it's also not hard at all to find somebody that you trust, mm-hmm. a, a financial advisor that can help you connect savings accounts to accounts that are, you know, instead of just going into a savings account with no interest rate, really, um, you can put it into other accounts that they then invest for you. And, and well, so it's really and that was the that was my the last thing on the board behind yours. I know you can't see yeah. is talking about a personal financial yeah. person. I think they're good to have. Well, I, I do think that if you're making this extra money, it will not be long until you're going to realize on your own. I I kind of need someone to help me mm-hmm. with what I'm doing. And it certainly isn't going to be a couple of knuckleheads on a podcast called <laughs> Travel Nurse Insiders, yeah. right? So I advise that heavily that. When you start seeing some, a little nest egg, yep. you should go out and, by the way, my point on this one is research these people. Don't just throw a dart at a board and pick, uh, pick up a financial advisor. They can, they can be expensive. They can, yeah. they can be bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these people are not trained any more than you and I are. They did, no. they did a Series 7 or something like that, <laughs> no, and then yeah. that's, that's they it. They studied for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. Find somebody that you know that has, that's using one that is happy with him or her and say, are you taking on some new clients? Yeah. Because that's what you're looking for. And you want some, and again, it's, there's no guarantees on this stuff, but someone that can give you some sound financial advice that's not a CEO and a VP of a travel nursing agency or travel allied agency that can actually give you some advice. And I yeah. think that's where you're going. I think you have to get to that point where it makes sense. It doesn't make sense if you have a couple hundred bucks or you know, a couple of no. thousand. But when you get to you know, some double digits and 10,000 and you actually get sitting there, it doesn't make sense to have it sit there. Mm-hmm. You should take that and say, how do I maximize this? And what would be a good plan for me going forward? And sit down with somebody and find someone that generally cares that here's what your goal is, 
how many years you have to do it, and here's how we're, what we're going to do to get there. And I'm sure the first thing I'm going to tell you is what we said is number one, yep. take some high-paying assignments that the cost yep. of living is low in. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, perfect. Well, it's great to see you. Yeah. <laughs> great to be on this podcast. I'm sure I'll sit around the office telling juvenile jokes here in a minute. In a bit. We're the only one who tells each other juvenile jokes. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's very not true. It's at all. the world of, of travel. Unfortunately, there's a lot of stress in this industry, so there's a lot of. Uh, for those of you that don't know what this side of the business looks like behind the scenes, trust me, there is a lot of yoking around because you almost have to. Because it's. It's, it's gets through the day. Yeah. Guys, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you Thank next you. time. Keep listening.